Hi, this is Katie from Generationally Minded. Today I have my oldest son with me and I'm going to be talking to him about what his life is like being a brother of two special needs children. Today I have with me Isaiah. He is my 16 and a half year old son and he is my wingman. He has helped with everything that our family has learned in order to get his sister and brother well and he has done it because he's chosen to and it has been a delight. So today I wanted to have him come and speak to you about what his experience is like. He has been in the trenches and so um, his perspective should be really interesting to you. Hey Isaiah. Hey. So Isaiah, tell me a little bit about um, what it's been like for you to be the brother of two special needs children and the oldest of five kids in the family. Hmm. Well, it's definitely an interesting experience, and it's not one that a lot of people have, so it's a unique experience as well. And I think that a lot of people are in a way missing out because they're not getting all of these different, um, they're not learning all these different lessons and learning these different things that they could be learning. But I mean, it's not their fault, but it's just such, it's a neat experience. I've heard other parents of special needs kids say, every family should have a special needs child. <laughs> and uh, so I understand what you're saying because there are so many ways that, despite the challenges, that our lives are also enriched. Do you wanna maybe tell everybody a few ways that you feel your life has been enriched by the things you've learned having these special needs siblings? Well, having not just one but two siblings is, really interesting because that's it that's not a very um common occurrence so having and having these siblings not only changes the immediate family but it also affects the immediate family's social circle like they start learning extra things as well and they might not know as much because they're not living it but it affects more than just us so i've learned quite a lot of things and I've learned so much more about responsibility and honor and and also being there for your family and how strong a team family can be when they choose to be because you really get and I always talk about um the choice on my own podcast and I say that there like you can always remake this choice and you're never stuck like you can always just start it again so I was probably nine when we started doing all this stuff and when we learned we were learning about his special needs and actually this is a funny story so my sister and I loved feeding him when he was little and so we would always fight over who was feeding him but after a while you know it goes on and like once it's not your idea anymore it's not a good one and so uh, if mom would ask us, hey, would you mind feeding him? It'd kind of turn into like this fight over who wasn't going to feed him instead of who was. And so I remember sitting like at our piano one day and I was like, you know what? If I just choose to enjoy feeding him and then I just choose to always feed him and always volunteer to feed him, then not only will this fighting stop and like just be destroyed and it'll go away, 
but I also get to create this bond with my brother that I wouldn't get otherwise. And here we are seven years later, and that's been a really amazing experience, and it's completely life-changing. Yeah, I agree with you. And an amazing choice that you made at that young age, but I think that's simply a testament to how, like you mentioned, that the team family works. You were already watching Dad and I work as a team, and you'd already watched us work with your sister, getting her special needs well. Yep. And you were already on our team as an important, very valuable member of our team, while we were working with her. I don't even think that I was as on board. I mean, I was little, obviously, but I think I don't... I wasn't even, like, in it as much then as I was now, that I am now. Yeah, but you were exposed to the mentality. You were watching how Dad and I Yeah, functioned. I was there, and I was observing it, and it was just a part of my life. It was just an... It's just an everyday thing. Yes, and it's our norm for us, having to deal with therapies and doctor's appointments um you know making our family time together in waiting rooms (laughs) yeah we've been in in and out of therapy offices and Mm -hmm. different clinics and waiting rooms like all of our life yeah and it's about the choice that you make about your perspective and we were trying to set examples of making positive choices positive feelings about things that we didn't have a choice over and um you know you you really i believe have really made amazing choices yourself and um, it has really enriched our family as well as enriching your life. So um, there are challenges. Can you think of any that you'd like to share that are little things that are a bit more challenging for you than maybe what you see with your friends lives or um, you know just anything like that that might be on your heart? So on the topic of social pressure or on of friends there is a lot of social pressure And people don't really understand true family mechanics. So, for instance, I have a a good amount of friends. And they're always asking me, hey, do you want to go to this event? Hey, do you want to do this thing this night? And I'm kind of like, well, I'm perfectly content to just stay at home and just hang out with my family. Because family is the created team. Like, we are, we're chosen for each other. And so... That's like, there's enough things that I could do outside of my house that I could like spend all day out and never have any time with my family, but that's not my priority. So I'm constantly turning people down and they don't really understand that. Or maybe you're just out and you're just helping and you're just doing your thing, but other people look at it and they're kind of like, what is going on here? And there's a lot of misinterpretation involved. With that but it's just kind of like there's different things that and I might start talking about I really like neuroscience so and things so if I start talking about these crazy things I'm into because it's like part of my life I can just see like the glaze go over my friend's eyes and you almost have to kind of force yourself not to talk about those things and to try and in get yourself involved into the things that they're into cuz that's when you'll get that social acceptance that might not be there otherwise i think a lot of special needs parents experience the same thing because when i speak with a lot of my mom friends they'll say oh i saw my college friends you know last weekend and it was so nice to see them but I really felt like the odd man out and really had very little I could talk to them about anymore. And um, I myself have experienced that. You know, they're the 
we have our own culture now. Special needs families often have their own culture and um, click so well with other special needs families. But that doesn't mean that our outside friends aren't so important, you know, and um, we love them. And but yes, it is a definite balance and it is something that is a struggle and a challenge for us as a special needs family to make that balance because we love to be together. We are a very tight knit team. And yet we also want to see all of our friends. So, um, yeah, that is a definite challenge. What things do you think um, you have learned through this experience that you would like to share with your friends if they wanted to listen? All right, so I want to answer that question in, in two different ways and with two different stories. And I want to say, like, first for someone who doesn't have a special needs person in their life and then someone who does. So... I remember being a little kid, and this was before I, little, I had any of this stuff around me, and I saw like this person in a wheelchair or something in the store, and I was kind of like, huh, what's up with them? And I just thought it was weird, and you know, kind of avoided them, like I, did, I just didn't want any part in whatever was going on over there. They had some extra people with them. And now that I'm older, I, I like, and I have this experience firsthand, I realize that poor person like because these these are just normal people they're just trapped inside of their bodies and they're having just as much trouble as you are and actually they're having more trouble because they're living it and you're just passing by so realize that they're just normal people and they probably don't want that help they probably don't want to have to be assisted everywhere they go and they'd like to just do their some stuff by themselves like you can and for people with who actually have one of these okay yeah so just make sure you're giving them extra grace and give them extra time and be cooperative like you don't have to stand there and talk to them for hours but if they talk to you then definitely talk with them even if it's hard and it is hard because it's always just going to be hard. Everyone talks differently. And sometimes they can be a little slow or their speech can be a little slurred. But it like just say hi. Just be nice. And realize that they're just normal people on the inside like you are. And so for someone with who actually has one of these kids, I remember I had the privilege of going up to spend a week at this place and I actually got to go and I was attending the classes there with other parents and I got a lot of attention from it and that was cool that was fun and I kept getting this one question what would you tell the, like what is your advice being a sibling for other siblings and I kept telling people like involve them they need to be involved and they need to understand like don't push them out and like keep them because they need to be involved in this if you have if you try and give them like a normal typical life then they're never gonna understand that person will always be their sibling but they'll never understand it so make sure that you're giving them that that experience and they're gonna learn a lot from it like I know I was able to go sit through a week of amazing classes because of it that I wouldn't have been able to or had the interest in had I not done that. 
So involve the siblings. I've also spoken to some adult siblings of children who had special needs back when they were, you know, all young. And for the ones who have said, oh, my parents didn't let me be involved. My parents wanted me to have as normal, with quotation marks, you know, of a childhood as possible. They didn't want me to have any extra responsibility. They didn't want me to even really know too much about what was going on. They have expressed regret. They have said, I felt disadvantaged. And now look at where my sibling is. My sibling didn't get the help they needed or I didn't get trained in how to help my sibling, and guess who now has to take care of the sibling? Like I said, they'll always be your sibling, but you'll never have that experience. Right, and so for you, what you're saying is you appreciate knowing how to help your siblings and how to help your brother who's more disabled. Um, Yeah. Yeah, And, and that you feel enriched by it. And even knowing how to help other people as well, because now that I can help, my two siblings, I can branch out and help other people with helping their own siblings, you know, mm-hmm. and also helping. I think it would be really cool to start a community of special needs siblings. That would be a fun thing to do because I don't know any other special needs siblings. Like there's lots of us out there, but none of us know each other. And that's because mm-hmm. of that social pressure. Yeah. And we get divided and like pulled apart and we just kind of stay out of it as best we can it's like a hidden culture yeah we've had the blessing of meeting some siblings who are younger than you so they're not at your peer level Um, but when we've gone to the institutes for the achievement of human potential which is where you took the classes you were mentioning and um that has been really beautiful to see and uh, those people have most of them have been from other nations um a few from you know, America, but indeed you are unique and, um, in our community. And yet you're not 20% of the population has some form of disability or special need. So they are out there. And so, um, yeah, I I think that would be, it will be amazing when you do start a community for siblings of special needs, um, family members, that will be beautiful. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or that we missed today or uh, do you like time to think about it and come back on the show again um well that would always be fun but let me think well I know that I've always kind of felt like I'm not obligated to help but I choose to help and that's not a choice that everybody makes but I mean, you can encourage them, like other siblings, to help. And so I would definitely say encourage other siblings to help because then they'll start getting their own, like, morale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that the right Self-esteem word? Self-esteem and yeah. deep learning and mm-hmm. pride in what they can do and bond like you've had. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. And um, for all of you who'd like to give any feedback or ask any other questions to Isaiah, please come find me. Um, I'm on Facebook. I have Katie Keene's Special Needs Coaching um, page. And I also have a group, if you'd like to join it, called the Greater Honor Special Needs Family Group. So um, please feel free to request to join. We'd absolutely love to have you there. And um, I'm going to make an early pre-announcement that we will be hosting, we're setting up and hosting a summit in the next few months. It'll probably happen 
around the first of the year or you know close thereafter um, to give us all time through the holidays where we will be inviting some of the best experts to speak on different uh, topics within special needs life. So just a little a little heads up, a little um, insider's peek at that for you guys since you are already on our podcast. And um, I look forward to seeing you on the page. Thanks again for being here with us today. Talk to you again soon. Bye.